Welcome to the Hot Chicks Write Hot Books podcast with Jen Foster and Melanie Johnson, where authors give you their inside secret tips on how to be a successful best-selling author. Fabulous. Laureen Wisham. She also has products out. She tells you uh, how to be fit, fine, and fabulous in her books, um, how to be successful, how to be positive. She's a best-selling author, and she's going to tell us how she did it and what inspired her. Welcome, Laureen. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys today? Doing good. Good. Great. Tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I actually I left corporate America about 10 years ago, and I started my own company. And I really wanted to make a difference. I wanted to work with um, high-achieving women, women who were wanting to move up if they were in corporate America, or they wanted to move out, or they wanted to change directions. And if they were business owners, I wanted to help them uh, just start a new business or to expand their footprint in the marketplace. Tell us about um, tell us a little bit about your book, how you started and wanted to become an author. Well, believe it or not, I started my first book. I wrote an anthology in 2010, and it was actually called, I don't know if you can see this, How the Fierce Handle Fear. Hold it up a little bit more so we can see it. You see it? And one of the reasons I chose to do an anthology was because at this particular anthology, Donald Trump wrote a chapter, and so did Jack Canfield. So I thought, what better way to get myself known than to associate my name with Jack Canfield and Donald Trump. And then in 2012, I did a second anthology, but that one was really very well calculated. I knew when I did that anthology that I was going to use it as my stepping stone for my own book. And so the second one that I wrote was called, can you see it, Success Simplified. And mm. that one was with, um, with Stephen Covey. So that was a good place to also get my name out there. So All right, you've got some big names here, Lorraine. I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Yeah. How, someone's going to wonder, how did you have the chutzpah and the courage to get Donald Trump? And how did you convince him and, these, and Jack Canfield to be a part of your book? Well, actually, in both cases, the publishers reached out to me, and they asked me that I want to write a chapter in the book, and I thought, well, yeah, because I knew that at some point I wanted to write my own book. I think writing a chapter, especially if you're wanting to get your name recognized, is one of the best ways, and mm -hmm. I did that because I didn't have a book, and people were asking me to speak. And, you know, if you don't have a book, it's almost like, well, gee, how, why are you a speaker without a book? So that was my main reason at that time was to say, at least I'm published. Look who I'm published with. So that made the difference for me. That's wonderful. So when was it that you decided you wanted to write a book? Was it been a childhood dream, or when did you decide? Well, I decided when I realized that I had bought in to when I was in corporate America, I bought into their definition of what success to be for me. When I became a business owner, I bought into other people's definition of success. And I felt like I needed to have my own. I couldn't follow my boss's success, you know, pattern, nor could I follow the success 
success pattern of other entrepreneurs. So that's what prompted me to write the book is that I felt like, and I knew for, for a fact, that most women, some men, we buy into other people's definition of success. So the whole book was define your definition of success and what works best for you. That's awesome. I love that you're empowering women and making them feel that they can take ownership of their own success. So tell us, so you decided to write your book. Um, what was the process? How did you start and how did you go through and pull all your ideas well, together? Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I developed this 12-step process and I learned this through trial and error. Do you want me to kind of go over the steps that I used? Yes, that would be awesome. That would help our uh, wannabe authors here, yeah. potential authors. And believe it or not, this was trial and error. The first step I think that anyone should do is that you have to, uh, how, how are you going to publish a book? Because, you know, there are so many ways to publish it. You can self-publish. There is a time to self-publish a book. If you did that, it was like you really weren't a real author. But, of course, things have changed. There's also, if you want to be, you know, if you want to get someone who's an independent publisher. So I had to figure out how did I want to do this. But for me, I decided to start my own publishing company, and then I partnered with another publishing company, and I farmed out the part where they did the editing and cover design. But the book came out under my company's name. So that was the route that I chose. That was the best for me because I wanted complete ownership of my book. Mm -hmm. The second step that I did, I set a date. You know how some people, when we write a book, uh, we may take three to four years to do it. <laughs> if you put a date with it, then you almost kind of set it up to say, okay, I'm going to get it done during that time. So I gave myself six months because that's how I knew that I could do set of time every Sunday afternoon was my time to write from 12 to 4 and one of the best things that I can say for anyone desiring to write a book is don't write it on your computer literally sit down with pen and paper and write it and I tell you it will change the whole perspective of the book sometimes in that four hours I'm sitting there and I'm trying to think, okay, what words? The words didn't come things. And later when I went back, just looking at that drawing became a chapter in the book. So mm -hmm. that's the second thing, have a date. The third is, now also when you set the date, you kind of develop a, a you know, kind of an outline of what you want it to be. The, second, the third thing that I did, I developed a marketing plan. Because I needed to know, okay, how am I, I write the book, then what? Most people, they write the book, and then they want to market it after the fact. Start marketing anywhere for three to six months prior to writing a book. Yeah. The fourth thing I did, I did an outline. And I my book ended up with being 15 chapters, so I labeled each chapter and then I went back under each of the labels of the outline and I put the bullet points. And believe it or not, that outline is going to change. You know, what we think we're going to start with, trust me, is not what we end up with. The fifth thing that I did, I started actually writing the book. Once you write the book, what's going to happen is you're going to find that you rewrite much of it. Yeah. After, you know, after you write it, you uh, 
you look at it again two weeks later and you're thinking my god what did I really mean by that so I ended up rewriting the book step seven was the proofread one of the things I think is real important is that you get a professional editor to do the proofreading uh, that's costly of course but but the worst is to read your book and you see about 500 different errors and that was the one thing I did not want to see. I did yeah. the design in step eight. However, step eight was originally my step one. I designed the cover first and I ended up spending money that was a waste of money because the first cover did not work for the book after I finished the book. So I would suggest doing the cover design a little bit later. Step nine was I built an online plan. How was I going to let the world know about my book? So that was the online component, even though it was part of the marketing plan. I really started working on that. Step 10 was I implemented the marketing plan that I had developed. Uh, 11 was I published the book, and 12 was I did my book launch. And we actually started the book launch four months prior to the book becoming an Amazon bestseller on April 4th. Awesome. I love that. Yeah, I love your 12-step plan. Now, what would you say out of that would you say would be do's and don'ts? You gave us kind of all the do's. What would you say were the things, don't do this, for sure? Do you have a list of those? Well, I do. Don't uh, design your cover early on. Mm -hmm. uh, don't um, go with the first person that says they're a great proofreader, do your homework, make sure that they are who they say they are. The first person that I selected before I went with this company uh, to do my proofreading, she really wasn't a proofreader. And so the don'ts is make sure that whoever you pick that you really do a good job in discovering who they are and make sure they can do what they say they can do. Yeah, that's very important. So what have you done with your books since they've been published? Do you have book signing parties or you said you speak, so you hand them out when you speak? Well, when I speak, I actually, they're my backroom sales. Okay. So when I speak, I use my book to get speaking engagements. Then once I get the engagement, I use the book, I sell the book there, I sell my book writing program, and depending on the speaking venue, I also sell my other products. Brilliant. That's and interesting fun. enough, out of the book that I did with Donald Trump, I actually developed, and this is something that you can always do, I developed a CD series. So this, when that book came out, I came up with this series, and this sold very, very well. I took, actually, the book, the chapter that I wrote in the book, and made it into a CD series. You are so smart. You are way ahead of the curve. Yes that you realized how to take your book and monetize it and make products from it. You're like all the way up to your speaking and you've got products. Tell us about your other products as well and how you created them. Well, the other products all stemmed around this whole concept about being successful, being a high achieving woman. So I ended up developing two certification programs and I also developed a program for individuals that are career professionals, how they can move up. Then I developed a program for those that are entrepreneurs, how they can start their own business. So kind of I repurpose, I don't want to use the word repurpose, but you take your same material, you expand it, and then it becomes a program. And all of my blogs that I blog 
on, they're all centered around the same subject. So I kind of, I really know my subject matter, and I wanted everything to kind of be around that same thing. How did you find your resources to make your product? Because, you know, you've got to be able to, like that CD case produces CDs, produce the box that goes in it and the artwork. How did you find your resources? Well, I actually went to a training uh, program. It was in Arizona about five years ago. And part of that program was that they gave you all the uh, the jackets that go inside of it so I did the research I invested the money to go to a seminar I think it was two or three days but it was money well spent I didn't have to spend the time to look for people and to make sure they were the right ones because I had a list of everyone that would work appropriately you're a smart cookie mm-hmm well do you know how you, you know we learn from our mistakes, but you know, I also want is truly a blogger and say if they blog every week or twice a week, a lot of times you can take what you blog and create a book That's just from your blog posts. That's a great idea. So That's what something I have. Oh, go ahead. No, that's something I haven't done, but my next book, I really plan to use my blog posts. Mm -hmm. Give us some tips on how you um, get people to buy your book online. Well, online I advertise. Uh, I have um, I advertise my book through my community, and I, I promote it that way. When I speak, I promote it. When I connect with someone and they become part of my funnel, one of the things I offer a complimentary chapter of the book. And usually, when they get the one chapter in the book. They like what they read. They like what they, you know, what they read. They order the book. So offering something free is always one of the best ways. And most authors, they will do just that: is to give you a free chapter of the book. Mm -hmm. and, and what you're telling us, what you're telling us before, is just repurposing your content. So, like you said before, you first wrote the chapter in the book, and then you made a CD series right. on what you had written about. Right. Or what you're saying about the blog, you already have your blog posts, so take them and make a book. That's so it. it's so important to repurpose your content, and then you don't have to work as hard, but what you're doing is working smart. Right. And one of the things, too, when you're repurposing, especially if you wrote something, say, two years ago, really make sure that it does apply for today. You know, mm -hmm. always keep your content updated as much as you possibly can. All right, your book is uh, really spectacular. I'm very impressed with your book. I've read through it briefly. Um, tell us like the three things that you think are the most important takeaways from there. I think the three things that are most important is that we have to, number one, have our own definition of success. Number two, we've got to realize that in our lifetime, many times in our lifetime, we're going to have to reimagine what we want to be we're going to have to reinvent ourselves, and we're obviously going to have to reemerge. And I look back probably over my life, and I probably have done this so many times, and that was what I wanted uh, the readers to know, that we don't stay the same, but that we've got to make changes. So I think making a change, understanding who you are, figuring out your purpose, and making sure that you have balance in all of the segments of your life's wheel. For me, I only focus with the eight segments. 
I was only focused on two of them, and I realized that I was not balanced in my life. So I figured out how to make each of the eight segments work for me and to make sure that I had that balance throughout my life. Very smart. A workaholic, so I kind of didn't work out. I really didn't spend time with family and friends like I should. And those are important components. When you're trying to grow your business, you've got to have all of those working for you. Mm -hmm. Tell us maybe a funny story that uh, happened to you during the book writing process or once you've had your book. Well, I think the funniest thing, I'm trying to think what was really funny, when I, there was a misunderstanding when I went to speak and for some reason they thought I was going to be speaking about success simplified. And when I got there, I'm speaking about fit, fine, and fabulous in career business online. And I noticed that the audience kind of had this blank look on their face, and I'm thinking, what's wrong? And then all of a sudden I saw the person that had asked me to come speak. She's got her hand up in the back of the room. So I, you know, we asked everyone just to take a few minutes. And it, it, I was speaking on the wrong topic. She thought I was speaking on something else. But because they were interrelated, because I was always talking about success, it was easy to switch. So I had to make it kind of humorous when I went back in front of everyone. <laughs> and to make mistakes, but success is still success. So let's talk about how to make it simplified instead of how to make it fit, fine, and fabulous. <laughs> so that was... That was kind of. I think those all go together. If you're fit, fine, and fabulous, you've got to be successful. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So it all kind of worked out. That's wonderful. I'm so glad you've gotten to use your book as your platform, and it really has propelled a whole new career by having products and speakers and consulting for you. Um, very impressive. And it has, and you know, you can take just one written piece of information, whether it's even just an anthology, and let that, especially if it ties to your brand platform, and just use it as that stepping stone to get to wherever you're trying to go. Yes, that's great. So what would you tell our listeners, why Why do you think they should become an author, or what, what do you think they should, not only why, but how could that help them in their life? Well, I think... It helps you to express who you are. We all, I think we all have a story inside of us. And mm -hmm. it also allows us to get our story out. I think that for me, people view you differently if you have a book. Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, I never really thought that much about it until I wrote the first anthology. And especially because it was with Jack Canfield and Donald Trump. I mean, people were like, Really? And I'm thinking, oh, okay. I really didn't realize the importance of it, you know, five or six years ago. But it helps you to have a presence. It helps you to get into doors that say maybe someone who doesn't have a book, you can get in a lot easier than what they can. So it does open up many opportunities. I think the worst thing is to write the book and not leverage it to the point that you can take advantage of all of the opportunities. Mm -hmm. And I see you really did that. That's so impressive that you really did 
leverage every opportunity of it. And um, it, it goes to show that people don't just to have a book, but you can have all these other opportunities that go with it. Right. And that makes a difference. And, you know, the one thing I do want to say, too, that if someone is thinking about writing a book right now, they really should beef up their social media because that those are going to be the people typically that you'll reach out to. So if you've only got, say, 100 people on Twitter, now is the time to start making those relationships, uh, making those connections. And one of the things that I think that helped my book the most was that I had 28 joint venture partners. So when we started promoting the book, I had 28 other high-achieving women. They were also promoting the book for me. So mm -hmm. that really made a difference when you got those JVs, and we that really helped. So we actually created a book trailer, and then we created a page where they could go and see all of the offerings that the other JVs were offering. So when they got the free chapter, they were also able to download the other JB's information. That made a big difference. So building your social media, you know, establishing those JB's will make a big difference in getting the book out there. That is great advice. Great advice because you know, you're stronger as a community than you are when you stand alone. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think also if you're going to have someone write your foreword, if you can, try to get the most famous person that you know because their name carries weight when you're writing your, your foreword. And on the back of my book, I reached out to several high-achieving women. One was a professional football player, so his name carried weight. And I asked each one of them to write something about the book. I literally sent them the book. Their job was to read it and then to write a response. And the back of that book really helped sell the book. The, your back cover is just as important as the front cover. Gives you that extra credibility in the marketplace by having those types of people. Oh, yeah. It makes that big of a difference. Definitely. Do you have a copy of um, Fit, Fine, and Fabulous that you can hold up and show us? Oh, I do, yeah. Oh. Oh, I love that. Great. And this, believe it or not, was the third cover design, and that—that's why I said I've got each of the uh, all, each of the people that wrote something. I put that on the back, and the person that wrote the foreword, uh, because a lot of my professional women, they're involved. She's involved with a lot of the professional women, so I chose her because her name was very well known in the community. That's great. Can you give us your website of where we can find you um, and everybody who's listening can find you? Sure. I've got two websites. The first website is drlorene.com. That's D-R-L-A-U-R-E-E-N.com. And if someone is interested in learning how to write a book, they can go to writingyourbooknow.com. That's writingyourbooknow.com. And I will... I actually teach my 12-step program so that they can write their book and hopefully get it out there and get it published pretty quickly. I love that. That was so inspiring. You gave excellent content, and I especially like the one about um, that you need to set your deadline and schedule it. Schedule your writing days. So yeah. it's like a job. You have to go there, and you have to have three, four, or five hours that you're going to be writing. Right. Just get it done. 
so yeah. many people get stopped and stalled through the process and they start to write the book but then they, they just lose their focus and it doesn't happen and believe it or not in those six months I can only remember missing one Sunday that I did not write I literally I used to get invited to so many things that I wanted to go to on Sunday afternoon but I made the commitment that was my writing day and no matter what that was when I sat down and did the writing that's wonderful and your success has paid off here I'm gonna show um, share my screen with everybody um, this right here so can everyone see this is uh, Dr. Lorraine's Amazon page if you can see that and uh, fit fine and fabulous and success simplified so her two books that are on there and I'm sure you can get the other books online as well right yes you can okay so go ahead and follow her on Amazon and then her websites again are drlaureen.com and she's got her nice opt-in right there you can opt in so all her blog posts are there and on writingyourbooknow.com also has an opt-in and it has the writing 12-step program so hopefully everyone can go ahead and go and subscribe to her that would be wonderful and we'll offer um, Dr. Lorene's books on our website as well so mm -hmm. if you go to hotchickswritehotbooks.com we'll have it there and we're offering it there as well so thank you so much Dr. Lorene it was just fabulous so much great information on a multitude of topics and I think um, I know I got a lot out of it I'm sure everybody else did too thanks so much for joining us no thank you for having me it was certainly my pleasure thank you uh, thank you all right, we'll see you next time on Hot okay. Chicks Write Hot Books. For more information, you can visit our website at hotchickswritehotbooks.com or you can text your name and email address to 832-572-5285.